Sunlight hurts my eyes And something without warning love Bears heavy on my mind Then I look at you And the world's alright with me Just one look at you And I know it's gonna be a lovely day. Impossible to fail when someone else instead of me always seems to know the way. Then I look at you, and the world's all right with me. Just one look at you, and I know it's gonna be. I love you the day the love you the day the love you the day the and when someone else instead of me always seems to know the way, then I look at you, and the world's all right with me. I just want to look at you, and I know it's gonna be a lovely day.
everybody joy to the world good evening and welcome to the pulse coming to you live from downtown anderson that's right not uptown not midtown but downtown downtown anderson alaska that is (laughs) all right (laughs) hey everybody uh welcome to the show tonight and uh I'm glad you're all here to enjoy it. Got some stuff to talk about tonight. First of all, uh, let's get this. Uh, let's, I'll let you know. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That uh, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. 
All right, let's get the okay. Someone's hitting me up for weather already, so let's get the weather up. All right, okay. First of all, it's currently uh, 66 degrees out. We got a low of 52 tonight. Uh, going in tomorrow, we got a high of 63, low of 44. Friday, going to be 67, low of 51. Saturday, creeping up again, 69 and 51 for the low. And Sunday, 71 and 49 degrees for the low. Going into Monday, we're going to start to see some clouds coming in. And it's going to start cooling down a little bit again. We're going to be in the 60s again. That's okay. It is beautiful out there. We got a lot of things uh, happening. Um, definitely a lot of things happening. First of all, uh, okay. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, let me see if he's ready to go here. Okay, someone just shot me a message here. Uh, let me send that to him right now. There we go. Okay, I just sent that out. Okay, so let's get this going here. Uh, he's on fire. <laughs> I can't even see. Let me see here. Let's do this. Let me let me get the sidekick on here, since we gotta we gotta get that rolling. All right, we got some new stuff going on. All right, let's go ahead and invite my. Uh, my sidekick on here tucson scott is now on the air with us matter of fact i already i threw him in a, i got a new intro for him let's see if he likes his new intro let's see all right scott you're live hey 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 <laughs> <laughs> here's your new intro song buddy i told you i'd get you a new one <laughs> yeah, yeah you want to sing it for me oh uh, hold, hold on let, let let me get my um my leggings on real quick in my in my jelly sandals right yeah i'm sure you, i'm sure you got your fanny pack on already so you're good to go since you're living in the wild wild west you know I figured I would go ahead and throw that on there. <laughs> late warmers. Yeah, late warmers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, now that's funny. That's that's good. Well, I did. I figured I'd I'd go into some eighties and nineties and dig. I even got some new ones in. I, I loaded some new ones for our other guests that joined the show. So you'll get to hear those a little bit later tonight. I was uh I don't know. Uh, I was hoping Rick was going to be on tonight. I sent him a message. I'll still give him a call. I think he's been working late lately. Late lately. Boy, that sounded real good, didn't it? <laughs> What's uh, Susie, I actually have one for you, and I wasn't able to load it in time. So uh, I wanted to, I'll, I'll make sure and get that, get that loaded for you. Or Susie, our exec producer here. I got to get her a new song, a new new intro song. But Scott, you like your new intro? Is that, I do. Is, I, I do. Is that better than having to slap, you know, Chris Rock? Yeah, I just don't want to talk about. I just don't want to talk about. <laughs> what, what, what? What? I just gave you a sneak preview <laughs> of what's coming on. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah yeah i i, I i'm i'm kind of i'm burnt out on talking about will smith are you are yeah. you sure 
Yeah, you, Chris you like yeah. iRoboting? <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. Are you going to kick the tires and light the fires? You know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, exactly. You're stuck on that. All right. Let me get this out on the air. Also, to let you guys know, uh, guess what next Tuesday is? The 23rd, of course, but it's first day of school here in the Denali Borough. So just to let you know, um, for all those that didn't know, we do have a uh, school is starting. All right, let's see here. What else? Oh, needed to get this out before I forgot. Uh, this Saturday, that's uh, this Saturday coming up on the 20th at the uh, Anderson Community Church and Center is the, uh, the remodel uh, in conjunction with Just Serve and a bunch of volunteers the remodel is happening there and that's going to be from 10 a.m to 4 p.m so if you'd like to come and join and help out love to be there love to have you there um there's going to be a lot of people there so it's going to be pretty cool let's see yeah first day of school all the parents get to jump for joy yeah they can. <laughs> it's happening scott you started when a week ago two weeks ago yeah, oh, it's, yeah. Been, it's been two weeks Two weeks? Yep. Really? yep. Wow. Yeah, two weeks in Arizona that they've been going. And, yes, I will put that out there, Susie. I forgot about that. Lunch will be provided uh, on Saturday. So be a part. Come be a part of it. Like for, for everybody, right. like adults, like just walking by? Uh, adults and kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to feed the kids, you know. Uh, T-bone steaks on Tuesday. <laughs> T-bone Tuesday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, you're killing me. You're killing me. Uh, let me see here. I just threw this out. Another. Yeah, I got it out on the air. I did that already. Someone shoot me another message here on the side. All right. So we got big happenings here in Alaska. Even Scott follows Alaska. And it's been... Uh, pretty interesting lately about what's going on in the polls. So for those of you, we, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this tonight. And, uh, uh, what I wanted to talk about is if you guys voted, you notice what the ballots look like. They were pretty jacked up looking. You got like first choice, second choice, third, fourth, you know, third, fourth choice. I mean, it was just flat out crazy. When I first looked at it, I just kind of wanted to, you know, so i don't know what it looks like but from okay. what my research told me usually the way they do them they almost look like a scantron right that's exactly what it looked like okay. that's exactly what it looked like so you know and the same thing uh you know fill the bubbles in blah 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 you know but then next to the person that you voted for it had um, you you basically voted for them, then the second, third, and fourth choice, you could add their bubbles to a two, three, and four. But if you doubled right. anything, it negated the ballot, and then it went to poo-poo. So right. now you looked into this. Now you said another state had done this once before, right? Right. It was um, it was Maine. Yeah. The, the uh, state assembly or... Uh, Congress, Senate, House, however it is, but the state legislation signed yeah. it in. I believe it was in the 90s. Um, okay. No one really complained about it. Um, really? 
but some of the lawmakers got together years later yeah. and said it was unconstitutional to the state's constitution. So oh, okay. they, they went ahead and removed it and reverted back to uh, right. essentially, um, I'm trying to remember what they, they call it because there's all different types of ways. Some people will go like a, like a majority vote, right? Right. Is what most people are used to. Um, yeah. One of them is uh, called like passing, passing the poll or topping the poll. And that all is the same thing. That's all like your, your standard type of elections, right? Where, right. you know, 10 people, 10 people vote. And if six people vote for, for one person, that person wins. Okay. Um, well, this was a shocker to everyone, even walking into the polls. It was a shocker because, you know, we've got the same pretty much poll workers every year for for time and time again. They're like, yeah, it's going to look a little different to you. Just make sure you don't double up because it'll make your ballot, you know, invalid. So what? OK, so you said Maine was the first one that did it and then it went away. They right? did it, but they don't have it anymore. Yeah, they do not have it anymore. So, OK. All right. Um, so tell me how this thing works. You looked into it. You know about this thing. Right. I mean, I right. just did. At, fir at first, at first I, I thought because of the way they describe it, right. It's right. The term that I've been hearing floating around in national news about it is yeah. rank choice. Uh-huh. Is that what you're, what are they that's, calling it there? I think that's what they were calling it here. Was okay. it was it was um, uh, something rankings? It was like delegate rankings or rank choice. There you go, Susie yeah. just threw it out there. Hey, by the way, good evening and welcome to the show. I see some new listeners out there tonight. Um, yeah, that's what they're calling it is rank choice. I mean, I saw the thing right off. The Uh oh. Oh. Can you hear me, Susie? Ah. Uh, we might have had a we might have had a a, a reboot. <laughs> uh, so so we'll we'll get right back. Guess what we could do is I could pull up what your guys's polls look like right now. And while he gets that ready, let's see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, I was going to kind of go over it step by step with, with, uh, Brett. Um, so there's, uh, the, the one thing that is very interesting is, well, I think a lot of people might not want to hear this is an American needs. Okay. Okay. I'm back. <laughs> right. I lost everyone. I went dead for a minute. Yeah. Per per perfect timing. Um, okay. <laughs> so All right, I'm back. So, so tell me, tell me, okay. Uh, first so, of all. so one of the, yeah, one of the things I was going to say, probably a lot of people might not want to hear this, but this is a very common style of voting in Europe. Really? Yeah. 
And it's because here's the reason why in Europe, you've got a party for the most ridiculous things ever. Right. You know, you'll have, you know, in France, you'll have like the French libertarian party and then they'll have the French independent party. And then they'll have the, you know, the French freedom party. (laughs) They'll have (laughs) two different types of green parties. They'll have, three flavors of, uh, of liberal and they'll have like four or five flavors of conservative leaning. Um, how do you do that? How do you, how do you fix that? Especially with all of the parties, those parties don't want to have anything to do with each other. Right. Some of them do, but not enough, but not enough to be the same party. Right. 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 Now over there, what happens is they all vote in these ranked choice type ballots but when they when they go in like you've heard with a few of our our people like uh, yeah. uh bernie sanders is a good example bernie Mr. sanders Matt? is an ind- independent yeah um but he caucuses with the democrats so that's what ends up happening in europe you'll have like 10 parties represented but yeah. they'll make they'll make concessions and deals they'll say hey um my liberal will hang out with your liberal and then the conservatives will go, well, our conservatives are going to hang out with our conservatives. Like, so they'll all like kind of join together and caucus with each other. Oh, okay. So that's the, a really big reason of being pro for ranked choice voting. Um, so the way it works, and that was something that they were talking about. They said that Alaska has the opportunity to be a multi-party state and they talked about i think there's like an alaska independent party um but not the independent party right right? it has something more to do with like state state rights and stuff like that and i'm sure i'm sure the you know the the 1.5 percent of the people who belong to that party over there you know are are kind of glad that this is happening yeah right um, same thing with Green Party people, same thing with Libertarians. That's who it's going to really matter to in the end. Okay. So, so, so the way, yeah, ahead. so I, I was going to kind of like go into it and kind of tell you how they do it. So we're going to do a hypothetical where we, let's say we've got 10 people running. We had more than that this last time. Yeah. And say what how they do it is they imagine them putting they they count only the first choices right right and then they put those those 10 candidates in piles ranking them from most votes to least votes okay so depending on the threshold what they do is they go to the person who's in 10th place first. Yeah. And so, and they wipe off that name completely. So if it's, you know, um, I'm just going to say it. if it's Santa Claus or. For North Pole. Yeah. He was on the ballot. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. so say it's like Santa Claus is on there. Um, and so all the people who pick Santa Claus for number one, yeah, their number one votes are now eliminated, but their ballots aren't. What you do now is 
if your ballot, say your ballot looked like Santa Claus, you know, you know, I'll just random names, right? Uh, right. Well, well, I guess we could, we'll, I'll do the Republican one, uh, the, the house, right? Yeah. Um, say it was Santa Claus, Palin, and uh, who the other guy, uh, Bagich, Be- Be- right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like they would, your, your vote, because you had Sarah Palin second, now your vote goes up into her pile because they have uh, eliminated Santa Claus, right? Right. Okay, so, so say, say Susie did the same thing, but she did Begich, same thing. Her right. Santa Claus number one has now been eliminated and they're going to move her vote into Nick Begich, Begich's pile. Uh, and that's okay. where it'll, and that's where it'll stay. And yeah. then they move on and then the, the, the process repeats until you hit the threshold. So now you're going to do number nine. Same yeah. thing. You're going to do number eight and you're going to get all the way up to where they're doing it is number four. Okay. So the last person to be eliminated is going to be number five. And you're going to be left with the four. And from what I understand, they're yeah. doing one of those like, so there's like, you ever hear of jungle primary? You ever heard that term? No. Some of the, some of the States in the U S do it. Okay. Okay, so a jungle primary yeah. is the people vote okay. and you have to hit a certain threshold of certain amount of votes yeah. um, to stay alive in a jungle primary. That's why it's called a jungle because it's like a survival of the fittest kind of thing. Right, right. And, and to, but to win, you need to break 50%. Well, if you've got eight people running in a <laughs> in an election, <laughs> hitting fifty percent, I mean, you know, yeah, you, you, yeah. You, you've got you've you've got all the cool kid friends and everything else, you know. Yeah, you know. Well, so what's the point of it? Give me the, give point, me the bottom line so, point. Yeah. I mean, okay. So so that this is where it's there's some like, you know, say some philosophy for the idea. The point of it is in a, uh, you know, a majority takes all kind of idea, right? Think of this, like, what's a good one? I, you know, I almost want to go back to like the 2016 presidential election. Um, you had, you had, uh, what was her name? Jill Stein green party, right? You had, uh, Gary Johnson libertarian, you had Donald Trump and you had Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you remember that year, but that year, like, I would say, even though they're never really a big buzz about any type of third party candidates, but that year, I think they did a little bit better than people expected them to do. Yeah. Um, quite a few. Yeah. I mean, even if it was like, yeah, I mean, you have to, yeah, you have to think if you get between five and 10% of the entire United States voting for you, it's yeah. actually kind of a big deal. I think Gary Johnson might have got like twelve percent. You know, I don't know my I don't have these numbers in front of me. I'm just going yeah. off what I thinking my memory felt like, right? Yeah. <laughs> but 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 yeah, like they got a lot of votes. Well, well, think of it if it was this way. If they do rank choice, you yeah. could actually pick. So you say, you know, Scott, you're you're a libertarian. Are you going to vote for Gary Johnson? And, and I'm like, uh, well, I mean, 
I just feel like I'm throwing away my vote in this majority takes all type election system. Yeah. So I'm not going to vote for Gary Johnson. Okay, well, let's change it to ranked choice. Okay, you know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to vote for Gary Johnson, number one. And then I'm going to put one of those other people in number two. So and that's where that's where this makes sense. So you still get to vote with your heart, right? Yeah. You put it in the number one slot and then and then you take that. You, you, you always hear this right during elections, the uh, better of the two evils. Right. Right. Yeah. Are you trying to figure out who's more eviler than the other person? Like, <laughs> like, like who, who's, who's going to, you know, burn down the entire country a little bit slower. Right. You know, like yeah. you, whatever that is, like, that's where this comes into play because then you can play that majority takes all as your, as your, your second choice. So, uh, oh. and it'll make people braver to do such. Now people will vote for, for Gary Johnson, right? Because right. they haven't wasted their vote because it'll go into the other pile at the end of the day. Right. So I went in thinking that it was a little bit different. I thought there was almost going to be like this thing where they were going to somehow give a con- concession to like a secondary vote, yeah. you know, like, like, you know, think of it. I, this is what I thought. I thought number two and number three would have, some sort of diminished power, right? Right. The way that it was first explained to me before I looked into this, that is not the case at all. There's no diminished power. Your your vote goes to your person. If you put a second person in there, it's a, another strategy for you to use. The thing that a lot of people I was hearing that were doing in Alaska is they were not doing any of it. They're like, no, I, I'm yeah, telling you. Yeah, there's no, 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 number two, number three, number four. Right. Well, that's a strategy too. That that's right. still a valid strategy. But but what you could do is if, yeah, sorry. I like it. Um, it is it is valid though. It is absolutely 100 yeah. percent valid to use. Yeah. Um, I just think that I had a harsher opinion of it before today which is funny because it's after everyone voted um right that i learned a little bit more about it and i actually thought you know what i don't think it's bad because i still have that option of only voting for one right but in one of those big huge races where the two people on the top of the ticket so here's a perfect example um i shouldn't probably talk about this but I so know your Murka- Murkowski yeah. race, right? Like, I'm actually looking at it right now. For those that don't know, 82% of the votes are in right now, uh, according to the ticker right now. Murkowski's at 44.2. Teshebach right. is at 39.8. A spread of about 6,800 votes. Is, like, uh, as as where where I guess I, I, I personally probably, you know, and I know my, my opinion doesn't matter at all. I don't live in Alaska, so... Yeah. whatever that is but i mean i wouldn't give murkowski a vote if it was she was like the last person on the ballot and she pretty much is yeah um, and and it's you know so for me if i had what we have the three people we have tisha Baca, and then we have uh the democrat which i don't even know that person's name bro yeah um yeah don't know who that is those are the top three um, and he came in at 6.2 percent 
So we got Murkowski, uh, we got Teshabaka, and then uh, Chesbro is who's right. there. So right. those are those are the three for the top for the the Senate, the Alaska primary. I mean, for me, I don't know if I'd use ranked choice on that vote. I, I mean, that's just me personally. Like this is the right. way I am. Um, but you know, I, I could see with the House race is a little bit different. You know, well, I mean, we we all know that you know Alaska is a very conservative state, so um, you know that's what this is going to end up. This is going right. to be. 60 to 70 percent conservative voted uh candidate um if and we may sway one way a little bit or sway the other way a little bit depending on how fired up people are um that's just really what analysts are saying right um but the house one is a little bit different you know there's there's the ups and downs about uh baggage um but for the most part it seems like Everybody says he's a pretty good candidate. Um, Sarah Palin is Sarah Palin. Um, right. I think I think she's she seems to me to have the lot lot of lot of steam moving forward. Right. Um, you know, um, even the guy when we looked at him, right? Uh, no, 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 no. That was the first senator. We looked at the the fourth guy on the list, right? Right. Um, right. Buzz, Buzz Kelly. Yeah. Well, that, I looked at I looked at his website today, and I was like, "What a no nonsense guy!" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a like lot the of people e- didn't even know about him. Right. Know? Right. And and it was it was his his website. You go on there, and like, I'm not even kidding. If you can't figure out what this guy's all about within like five seconds, yeah. Um, yeah, you, you probably need to turn the computer monitor on. <laughs> it's so easy to read. It's like well, the everyone easiest. was talking, you know, I mean, I even heard it in the polls and I'm sure a few others did too, was talking about the Murkowski thing and what's going on and what she's done and what she hasn't done. But yet she's right. starting to yank guns and blah, blah, blah. Do you happen to know what the ratio of guns in Alaska is? I could tell you. Um, I don't know what it is, but I, I can, I would say it's greater than three per person. It's 15.2 guns per every thousand is how it's, it's figured. So you're talking what? I don't know. For every thousand residents in Alaska, there are 15.2 guns. Wow. That's lower. It's lower than I thought. Right. That that means that there's more guns in Arizona. Yeah, this is old news. But here's the thing is the other thing that was that came up on it is 64.5% of adults uh, have at least one firearm in their home. Which is interesting. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. No, I know like uh, Arizona's, I think it's it, it goes plus minus three per person. Right. But as you know, right. when you live here, you almost almost every other person you meet has like fifteen to thirty guns. Right. So, just yeah. the way Arizona is. So, no, I, I've it's, even like, it's funny. Enough. It's like you either have no guns or like you're like, oh, come, come and check out my rifle collection. <laughs> <laughs> you always hear people ask, "Does does Alaska have a gun problem?" No, we buy as many as we want. <laughs> Right, right, right. You know, <laughs> you know, it, it is. It's, it's totally. Susie just made a great point right there. 
uh, that don't account for the unregistered ones. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, plenty, plenty here. Yeah. You know, I, I know so, that those numbers are skewed. I guarantee they're skewed. Hello and good evening. Welcome to the show. Um, I know those numbers are skewed, you know, as we right. talked before, you know. So that's what that, that rank choice is. I, I get that now. Do I think it's worthy of putting it on paper? Mm, I don't know. I, 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 I get that. Um, but I'm now pull up in the air on it. You okay. Know? So let, let me, let me just throw this out to you. Like, so say now that you understand how it works, right. If you needed to use that tool, you can. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Yes. You know, I mean, yeah. just, just, just think about the, the disaster of like, you know, I'm, I should probably not say stuff like this. You knew where I was going. I'm going. What, you mean the Markowski race right now? Right, right. No, no. Just, just think about this. Like, like, think about like, uh, like Chuck Schumer runs for president for the Democrats, and like Mitt Romney runs for the Republicans. Yeah, I mean, like it, all of a sudden, ranked choice anyway, sounds like yeah, a wonderful idea. Here. We don't usually talk politics, but this kind of popped up. So, I, yeah, as we're what we're talking about for those that have just recently joined us, uh, we were talking about the the ballots and the change in the balance. Um, that uh, you know, you could rank your choice <laughs> on there. You know, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I see that, Susie. But it's a but it's a good tool, right? Um, right. I mean, I'm I'm kind of upset that you know Santa Claus didn't make it. I gotta admit, you know, he was on I the think ballot. He, uh, he, I, I think he, I, I think he, Did he uh, went to another town. You know, Santa Claus yeah. is not in town anymore. He's not coming uh, to town. <laughs> I, 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 I did my research. Right, I did my research yesterday. I was like, where's right. Santa Claus at? And right. I go to you know uh, Santa Claus for for Congress or his page, it's been taken down. Really? It was taken down like, like during when I was checking polls yesterday, it was like early in checking polls, like nine, uh, 10 o'clock at night last night. Yeah. Okay. So, he, so he, he's, he's gone. Right. Um, he pulled out early. Lost, he was like, we lost Santa Claus. I mean, well, come- you know, the thing that's funny is like, he got a lot of publicity, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, he like, did. So why didn't he stick in there? He could have been number four. Right? Easily. Absolutely, he could have. Yeah. Like, and, and I know he's, you know, uh, he's like, he's basically, he clones his whole political ideology, like right after Bernie Sanders. Um, but, and I know that's probably not going to like get a <laughs> ton of fans in Alaska, <laughs> But at the same time, there might be a bunch of people who are like, you know what? I'm going to do my third for Santa Claus. Right, right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, just like just like pick, pick a name. You right. Know. You I know. mean, there was... I'm so going to do third people. for Santa Claus and fourth for Elvis Presley. How about right. that? Right. <laughs> Alfred E. Newman. <laughs> From Mad Magazine, Alfred E. Newman. There you go. DB Coop, Cooper, you're going to Congress. Right. <laughs> Just see who his running mate was. It was Gary Coleman. Oh my gosh! 
What did I make you sing the other day? It was on TV. What what came on? I'm trying to remember. Fact, fa- facts of life. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. come on. <laughs> you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have. Facts of life. Yeah, it popped up. Okay, so for those that wanted to know where the primaries are at, um, what, what did we what did we say? Uh, Murkowski's at forty four point two. Teshabak is thirty nine point eight, yeah. and Chesbro's at six point two. Well, we can count that one. Okay, so we got the three headliners there. Those are the three headliners. You know, I gotta say, when you're the headliner, when you're third choice at six point two percent, ouch. Um, yeah. You you know what I mean? And that's the uh, Senate the Senate race right there. Then we got the house race, right? We got we got the four lockups in there right now. The four lockups were at eighty two percent of the votes coming in. We got uh, Peltola, I think that's how you say it. We got Palin, we got Bagage, and we got Sweeney. Ricola, is that what Re- you Ricola. Re- <laughs> <laughs> that's the one right there. <laughs> By the way, let me uh, before I forget, let me do this. Let me open the phone lines here. Phone lines are here are now open at the pulse here. So if you'd like to. Uh, uh, get on and talk with us. You're welcome to. Uh, if you're calling, if you're in on the app, you can just hit that call button. It just sends me a little notification. Um, make sure you got headphones or earbuds on. It kind of kills that background noise from us so that we don't have any uh, any of that major buzzing going on. But, uh, okay, who else did we have on there? Since we're talking about this now, we, we just talked about the house, right? We got... Uh, uh, Peltola, Ricola, uh, we got Palin, Begich, and Sweeney. And then what else did we have? Well, Dunleavy, which the governor. Yeah, that's, I mean, do we? 42, 41.8%. Yep. <laughs> now, Walker was at in at 22.1. And I was looking at, I was looking at the map of where Walker was sneaking in. Most of his was, uh, out west on the outline areas, obviously, uh, must spend a lot of times out there in small villages out on the west side. And then also, it looks like you got some of the turning an arm down there, down south, or actually Juno area, somewhere down in there, Juno area. So, and then, uh, other than that, that's about it. Um, we're still showing, like I said, 82%. So, there's still a lot going on that right now. So I would I would actually love to hear yeah. more about um you know the house, right? Right. Um I think I think we all know who Sarah Palin is. Right. Um I think I think uh, there's people, you know, halfway around the world who know Sarah Palin is. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know. Um so uh but I think Nick uh, Begich, uh, yeah. I heard a couple things uh, yesterday and the day before about him. Uh, yeah, uh, for people who are local to Alaska, have lived there for a long time. Right, that name is obviously familiar. Right, um, huge Democratic oh, yeah. family. Yeah, and um, his his father, right? His father was the one who died in the mysterious plane crash. Right, absolutely. Matter of fact, we've talked about that on the show. Which is which is the reason 
that Don Young is even in his seat because Don Young got second place. Right. And his father won. And then his father died and they just used the runner up Don Young. And then they did another, like did a special, a special appointment. And then they did the actual election and Don Young actually won. So in a, in a weird way, there's, there's some people are like, well, that's weird. Right. Like just like kind of, right. Kind of, strange <laughs> and how many years was he in office 80 no <laughs> might as well have been right <laughs> right, right. Se- 70 se- yeah. i think 72 right i i don't know so it was a long time i mean <laughs> i mean i mean i know there's probably people who could wikipedia like so we don't sound like just guessing that everything but martha uh, washington yeah knitted a knitted but, a, but, it, but not not the point a long yeah too long, long time someone just like, threw it out there yeah right yeah i mean he was he was like i mean he was just part of alaska that was it you know like like him and biden went to grade school together probably or right. <laughs> you had to throw that out there didn't you uh, well, speaking of another politician who's been in office too long, <laughs> you know, yeah. too much, too much. Hey, I, hey you, you, you never know. Maybe, maybe year 58, he might finally get it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, man. Velcro shoes are coming back in style now. Yeah, they sure are. <laughs> oh, well. Well, I, you know, I did but, my part. I went and voted today. Yeah, yeah, good. You know. Um, but what I was going to say about him is what I'm hearing, and I don't yeah. know how true this is, but obviously yeah. his family is still a, we'll call it a moderate Democratic powerhouse family in Alaska. Yeah. And he's running as Republican. So I'm like, oh, is this one of those like, like, you know, like sneak them in the back door candidates. Like why, why is this dude from a democratic family like running? Right. Well, I'm hearing over the last couple of days, his family hates him. Really? They even talk to each other. Yeah. There was two different people reported the same story. So I don't know how like true that is, or if anyone has any other information on that, they've read, yeah. you know, you know, I don't, I don't know if it was like, you know, uh, you know, like, you know, the old like worldwide news and national Enquirer for Alaska, you could read people's you know, <laughs> rumors, you know, like, like, <laughs> yeah, the Alaska Enquirer people want to know, <laughs> right? Right, yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely interesting to see what's going on and looking at the maps out there. I mean, I, I still don't think, I don't know. I, maybe Murkowski's got more fans than we think. Apparently so. Well, Either that yeah. or a lot of, you know, people that are, uh, I, I don't know. I I thought for sure that uh, Tisha Baca or even Kelly or Nolan or any of those would have jumped in there. It's It definitely does not match the pulse of the rest of the country. Right. Um the guests like so basically here's the way i've been looking at it on the conservative side of politics you have this america first movement yeah they're not even calling it gop it's basically trump nominated candidates right yeah people who've been 
people have been um, endorsed by him and they've really, they've got great numbers. I mean, their numbers of winning has got to be in the 90 percentile. Oh um, yeah. Th think of this. There's the, the 10 house representatives that impeached Republican house representatives that, that voted to impeach Donald Trump the very last time. Right. Uh, I think six of them have been knocked out. Right. Yeah. So obviously one got knocked out last night. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think just a little bit? <laughs> right, right. Actually, uh, thumped was a word that I, I saw described. Um, an yeah. embarrassing thing. And, you, you know, you when you lose by 70 percent and then yeah. you get up there and saying, in your I own always, state. I've <laughs> always seen myself as another, yeah. uh, like the reincarnation of Abraham Lincoln. Right. <laughs> I knew that like, was. I was like, "What Did are you, you talking?" I about? watched her on the Today Show this morning. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I saw. I saw. I, I was like, "Oh no!" There, she's going to be on there live this morning on the Today Show, and I'm like, "Oh, this is going to be rough. This is going right. to be real rough." And Savannah just hammered her, literally hammered her on the Today Show. So, well, I did ask you that question. Are you going to answer that question? <laughs> I mean, just right. I mean, it oh, was... yo, oh, because oh, I know, I know the probably the clip you're referring to. They asked her if she was planning or considering running for president, and Correct. she was like, she was like, and she her answer to that. The first answer she had was, I'm just going to make sure that Donald Trump doesn't. Right. And it I'm was like, kind of like, really? Like, that's all you're going to do? Like, right. you don't care about anything else? I mean, obviously, you don't care about the people of Wyoming. Right. Um, right. But you don't care about anything else except, like, yeah. the, you know, the, the need to hate a person. That's it. That's like, exactly right. Like it well, doesn't make any sense. It, yeah. And then. And then the lady was like, it was weird too, because usually these conversations don't go this way. But then the lady from the, sh the Today Show was like, yeah, no, can you, are you considering running for president? I didn't ask if you were going to go after Trump. Right. Um, and she said, she said that they were looking at that. Right. 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 Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I can't imagine. <laughs> I mean. Right. You know uh, what? You know what we need to find, right? Exact producer Susie's on the line with us now. She just jumped on. Okay. She, she couldn't leave it alone. I knew she couldn't leave it alone. Well, I got the answer to your question. Okay, shoot. You know, I got friends that got friends. Anyway, um, supposedly Nick Beggage and his mom are both Republicans. He's his beliefs follow Republicans, and yes, there is a very big division in the family. And the joke of the family was he had to sit at the kiddie table because he didn't agree with the rest of the family. He didn't play nice. <laughs> he didn't. Oh my yeah. Gosh. <laughs> so. Wow. Because okay. I didn't see, you know, the one thing I'm not really seeing, and I'm sure there is with some people, but I'm not seeing like inter-party attack ads. Right. You know what? I only saw a couple mudslinging ads here in Alaska. By the way, the lines are open. If you're welcome, you're welcome to call in and join the conversation if you like. Um, the Pulse line is open. Um, I only saw a couple of them, and the couple that I did saw was slamming Teshabaka, and that was it. 
And those were obviously paid for for by a pack with a silly name like Voice of America Pack. Uh, Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, and then and there's just a little in the corner. There's a little Murkowski head bouncing around. (laughs) 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 Exactly. That's the only one that I saw. Yeah, and you're right. It was some something like that. It was like voices for people or. (laughs) <laughs> rubbers for robin or something <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I mean, oh you, you know you know what they you know what they do with carrie lake which is i'm sorry like there's some things to me that like you know they people talk about like this trigger stuff and like you know racism being displayed and all of these things yeah. and these thoughts they put in up these signs in tucson right now there okay. are giant hearts right big red hearts right and it has a picture of carrie lake and Barack Obama. No. Yep, they're anti-Carrie Lake uh, Wait, advertisements. And for those that be- don't know who Carrie Lake is, I I had my nine times with Carrie Lake down in Arizona. Um, she was actually uh, a Fox News reporter and anchor for a very very long time. Right. In fact, she ran the you know the the Daily Show there, the uh, Fox Morning Show. For yeah, Phoenix, with you know, good morning, Rick D'Amico. Is D'Amico still around? No, 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 because she was like, you know, she was like basically like Rick D'Amico's little sidekick, right? Right, right. Um, and Absolutely. they were great together. Um, yeah. Rick D'Amico's like like a wonderful voice for Arizona. Like to me, yeah. it's like you know how you got Vin Scully of baseball, you got Rick D'Amico right. of like Phoenix News, you know, <laughs> right. he's just like the like the the fathery type, um, funny guy. Honestly, yeah. actually, yeah, he was hilarious. He was good to watch. I used to catch him in the mornings. I, you know, I mean, yeah. But anyway, Carrie. Yeah, Carrie, they're they're, they're bashing they're, her because they found out that she voted for Barack Obama. Yeah, and it's like like this race isn't about like if you voted for barack obama or not in these right. tacky giant hearts on street corners like i know i know the democrats around here are super proud of their bashing skills right but it right. but it looks cheap yeah it looks childish and it looks cheap and it's hey, really Matt, embarrassing <laughs> yeah maddie call in brother i got hey i that reminds me i got him a new uh, okay, let's get Maddie on the show. Maddie, I hope you're ready for this. I got a I got a new intro for you. You ready for this, Maddie? So ready. Okay, here we go. Well, well. Sing it, Maddie. Come well, on, well. buddy. Well, 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 well. <laughs> How'd I do? I, you know, I'm, I'm here to tell you that these streets will not make you feel brand new on Garbage Day. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Maddie from New York. Thanks, Rab. I would I would have been here earlier. I I took my dog to walk. Yeah, uh, he's still he's still a puppy. I took him at 10:15 in anticipation for this show, but. I swear, I cannot get more than five steps down the road before somebody else is like, oh, he's so cute. Can I say hi? And he's becoming well, like... When you have a pocket dog, that's how it works. I mean, he, he's like three months old and he looks like a teddy bear. And yeah. 
he is literally the the friendliest, cutest thing you've ever met. And in the last, I don't see, I've had him for three, four weeks now. I've probably met 200 people in my neighborhood because of him. And really? yeah, no, I mean, he is yeah, he's all in one apartment. Uh, yes, all in one apartment <laughs> for $69.95. Sure, we know you just wanted a chick magnet. Yeah. He's he worth every penny, every single penny. <laughs> it, it, it's like uh, magnet fishing. <laughs> for those who don't know, we have Maddie on, who is in uh, in the city in uh, Manhattan. Uh, Maddie's in New York, which it's eleven thirty at night there. I'm glad you made it on. We also have Tucson Scott on, and also my exec producer Susie's on the line. Um, our lines are open right now if you'd like to call. Oh, that reminds me. Maddie, you got to hear what I threw out. I got a, I, I did a new intro for Scott as well, you know, because he, we were catching so much crap for, the, for you know, uh, the Will Smith Wild Wild West one. So I gave I like him a that. new one. I like that one. I do too, but check this one out. You ready? Here we go. I'm ready. <laughs> 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 for those of you from the 80s and 90s you will know this song yep. <laughs> how'd i do maddie i i like it I'm, I'm not gonna lie i like wild wild west better <laughs> sing it scott really <laughs> come on oh wow hey. <laughs> there we go. Oh, living in the wild, wild west. <laughs> I feel like another good one for Scott because it's it's like Phoenix. You live in Phoenix, right, Scott? To Tucson, uh, Tucson, Tucson. Yeah, in Tucson. That's why I missed it because it's Tucson, not Tucson. Anyway, right, right. do you, do you guys remember the '80s song by Banana Rama? It's a cruel summer or cruel. Oh summer. my yeah. god! <laughs> I, I feel like that's. I feel like that's a perfect summertime intro for you, Scott. <laughs> I yeah. just wrote that one down. <laughs> you, 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 uh, I'm still waiting to get a, one, so. Right. That's a great hit. I like that. <laughs> cool summer. I got that. I just wrote that one down. It's up on my board here now. <laughs> I'll have to remember that one. Well, I, I, I actually got a new one for Rick when he comes on, too. Um, Rick's been working his tail off, so he hasn't been able to join us. Roughwoods Rick out in Indiana, but you know, he's, he's always been our dueling banjo boy, you know, and do you guys want to, I don't know if he'll hear this or not. So do you, do you want to hear his new one? You guys ready for yeah. that? Okay. Ready. Here's, here's Let's a, go. Here you go. Name that tune. I know it. Is that the Green Acres theme song? No. No. Beverly Hillbillies. There you go. <laughs> oh, come on. I was so close. Green Acres, well, I was waiting for you guys to get it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Green Acres is Green Acres. Acres is place. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I grew I grew up on Nick at Night, so like I, I recognize like the, the theme song, but I just got the show wrong. 
Right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm before sure you were back time. to back, right? <laughs> yeah. There you go. I tell you what. Yeah. Um, Scott actually, I actually got Scott to sing on the show one time. He sang the Nanana song for Nanana. Well, you have a recording of it. I do. And and I don't know. I can talk to my manager. We'll figure out license issues. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure like, if, if he didn't sign any contracts, he doesn't have any right to the IP. I, I say you guys just roll with it. <laughs> you know, you, you're ready My for people this? talk to your people. We'll see what we can come up with, you know? Right. <laughs> Let's see here. Okay. You ready for this? Let's see. Um, actually, I can't wait. That's not it. That's it's an not... email. Yeah, I know. Believe me, I know what I'm looking for here. Okay. It's... Okay. Let me see. Uh, I was going to help you with a date or something. No, it was on uh, February 18th, but it didn't come over as. That is correct. Yeah, but it came over. It's it's under something else. Let me open this up. Came over. Let me download it here. Okay, open. Well, there it is, but it's not. Let's see. Open with. There we go. Let's try this here. The selected file has an extension that is not recognized by Windows. Oh, there you Wait. go. There's your problem. There you go. Wait a sec. I got it. Here's Scott. Coming to you live. You won't hear this anywhere else. see some Ninana people on the show right now. I hope they're enjoying it.
you'll always belong. Wow. Wow. There you go. That is Mr. Tucson Scott throwing out the Nanana song. <laughs> Scott, man, let's give Scott a hand here. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, that was, that still amazes me every time I hear it. I had it downloaded. I just had to go find it again, but yes, excellent. Awesome. Look at yeah. There's some applause coming out. Maddie, what just <laughs> the song from Indiana? I I think he had a great voice, and I, I love I love the fact that you guys have a song for your town, and I I would recommend that you vote for him for mayor next next cycle. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I vote for him. Absolutely. Oh, wait, I don't live in an animal. I mean, the bar is set pretty high. You have to win the chili cookoff, the spam right. cookoff, and be able to oh, sing man. the Nana song. Right, at which, exactly. At which point you're qualified to be mayor. And right. uh, <coughs> I'm here Scott, to say, I want to thank you for letting me play that on the air. Um, it's just awesome. No, well, it's, it's, it's cool to hear it. It's cool to, to hear, you know. Isn't it? I have a I have a place for that, right? Yeah. <laughs> this place actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, for those that didn't know, Scott's a musician. Um, he's been a musician since way back. He's he's a guitarist. He's got a little drums in him. Um, I'm a drummer. Um, I, we all got some musical talent around here, you know. Um, it's actually music since I was eight years old. Started on the recorder, and I, I, I cannot really? believe that my parents ever gave me that. But by twelve years old, I was playing brass instruments. By eighteen, yeah. I was spinning records, and by twenty, I was playing guitar, drums, and bass. And now I'm thirty-eight, and I haven't stopped playing music. So awesome! That's awesome. Hey, good evening. Welcome to the show. Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to, you know, I'm, I'm Scott. I mean, that's awesome. The whole story of that song became um it was actually written for a for a documentary correct wasn't it written for a documentary for ninana correct yeah so the song was originally uh put together by a a small i think a trio bluegrass trio um and they they wrote the song for the documentary um it's not an old song it's it's a really cool song their version sounds different than mine um in their version, it's a girl with an absolute voice like an angel. Yeah. With the uh, soprano of that. <laughs> Just because so you- I literally had to rewrite the song. And, 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 I, and I feel more comfortable with, say, like the little bit of like, because um, like one of the things that I have done, say, in more recent years is play old Western songs, not really country music, but Western, old, old songs. Yeah. Um, you know, songs that have been lost that, that, that you know, you people used to hear a hundred years ago in Arizona. So I kind of wanted to keep it in that vibe since I'm comfortable in that vibe. Right. Um, right. But yeah, it, it's, it's, it's cool. I, I, I kind of, I think it's neat because it's like, we don't, we didn't hear that song, right? We would go there during like, you know, tripod days and stuff like that. You don't hear the song. Right. Um, because a lot of people probably don't even know it exists. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> what were we laughing at? We were talking about old westerns and stuff. Was it what were we laughing at? We were laughing at um we have to tell everyone. Uh, let's see here. I was trying to get rid of that. Was it Three Amigos? Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, Daddy, do you know this the the movie The Three Amigos? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that recently. Um, yeah, the, Scott throws out a a mean My Little Buttercup. I mean, he oh just. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> too much too much <laughs> now now i have to learn that song <laughs> right <laughs> i probably got a clip for it here hang on a second oh, i got one hang on <laughs> let's see if i got a clip here i'm pretty sure um doo -doo 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 -doo. let's see here give me a second i'm locating i do i do got a clip of it Okay, you guys there? Here we yep. go. Let, let's see if I got a clip of my little buttercup here. Just for just for Scott here. Place everybody seems so grim. Oh, they're just intimidated. They've only seen us on the big screen. Go on over to that piano. Here you oh. go. No, no, no. I haven't played him so long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready? Been a long time. So ready. We're going to do a little number for you, but remember, we're a bit rusty, so bear with us. Just like the old days. All right. <laughs> Maestro? Gotta love it. My little buttercup, sweetest smile. <laughs> Sing it, Scott. Won't you stay <laughs> I'm just going to take notes. <laughs> All right. Let you know no one here at the Pulse either owns rights or anything to this music, but it sure was fun to throw a little clip out there. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you know what's funny is everything is – you know, I'm I'm licensed to play music. I have ASCAP. I've got BMI. I've got, you know, quite a few here. I've got licenses for. They're so touchy about things. Um, I get, I get, you know, because the, the show is actually forwarded onto our Facebook page. And about one show out of every five, they block. And I have to send them an email saying, excuse me, but here are the licenses. I am licensed to play this. And I get this nice little email back saying, oh, we're sorry. And they put it back on the air. I don't know. Have you ever have you ever messed with that infringement garbage, Maddie, at all? No. I mean, my entire, my entire adventure endeavor into this space has been mostly guest speaking on other people's show i do host my own show the lonely hearts club but my niche is the show between shows so conversations yeah. will get rolling and people aren't quite ready to have the conversation stop but a host who has an established show isn't uh ready to cast so i'll i'll just simply throw my show up and i don't i don't do what you do where i like play through the system i'll i might like play some songs where i'll have it on speakerphone and you'll listen to what i have through my speakers playing 
Yeah. But be, because I'm I'm really flying under the radar, nobody's ever given me any problems with it. But I do know that I'm a little bit of a pirate. So if I ever did decide to go uh, from semi-pro to pro, like whatever that means, I know that I would I would test the waters and push the boundary, and I would right. wait for that cease and desist letter to come in. And I know enough to know about how how the legal system works, where I would collect those cease and desist letters until they're yeah. like, all right, now we're going to fine you. And I'd be like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, enough said. <laughs> but I, I would push the boundaries as far as the boundaries could be pushed. That's just me, though. <laughs> okay. I'm just glad when your mom and I sat and watched musicals and sang to them that you were in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine. Hey, good evening. Welcome to the show. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, there's, there is, there's so much headache out there with, with rights to music and this and that. And, you know, I've had, I've had rights to music since I started the show. I've been licensed ever since. And you know what? It's not an easy thing to do for a podcast. The red tape is horrendous to get through. Um, but I can say I happily did it, and here we are. So, um, let's see here. Scott, what are you doing? Are you in the background trying to play some music or something? No, no, I'm not sure. Were you hearing music? No, no. I figured I figured that you were that you were hunting down a guitar or something. You only got what thirteen of them on the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, no. Um, no, I just said. Uh, yeah, no, no, I, I wasn't really thinking about much of anything. Um, oh. I, I just, uh, I, I would like, I would like to, uh, you know, next time I go out there, I, you know, last time I brought my guitar, it's like I didn't have time because every time I go there, it's like, yeah. you know, it's like three and a half days. It's like ju just enough to like change my clothes, <laughs> get back on the plane, like. You've been yeah. you, you come through and you smoke through here in like three nights and four days, if that. Right, right, <laughs> right. So, I mean, next time I go out there, what I would really like to do is, um, you know, I would love to do, you know, sit around the campfire, play music, right, um, share stories, you know, yeah. Yeah. that kind of thing. We're, we're gonna get Maddie out here to do that too. Yeah, I, I, I would love to. However, I think that my next stop in life, now that I've got the, so, you know, the, the puppy was a big life event that I had to get over the right. hump of. And I think that I've decided that I'm going to spend January, February, and March in Buenos Aires this year because I work remotely. I run my own business and I don't have a reason to stick around for the worst months of the year in New York City. And, uh, no, I, I looked at the, the exchange rate recently and it is so bananas in my favor. But once I get back from those three months, summer in Alaska sounds great for a month or three. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, it's 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 pretty awesome. I must admit, it is beautiful here. Like I, I think about it like the, the life that I want to live and one of the one of the bucket list places in my life in general is Alaska and making friends with you guys gives me like my foot in the door to like find like a friendly like landing pad and not in some place typical like Anchorage where right. you know you're gonna show up and, and like you know your your biggest event is going to Walmart or the strip club and you're, <laughs> you're like wait a minute are these women 
<laughs> Susie got a laugh out of that one. <laughs> so we've got. Uh, I was just gonna say we got somebody from it looks like Thailand who just called, who's entered on the show. Um, yeah, that's that's Thai. Say wadi crap. Too much, too much. Oh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, if, if you guys, because uh, Brett, I know that you got you got derailed from the Great Spam Cookoff this past year because of the the wildfires. Yeah. But I mean, if I come back to New York and regroup in April, I could see myself coming for like you know, I I would say like a month in Alaska in the high summer, like and, yeah. and helping you host the Spam Cookoff. And I, Dude, I will smuggle awesome. the quail eggs. I, right. I see right. <laughs> Here we go. The quail eggs are back. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're coming. Right. <laughs> and, and, you know, by that point, we'll, we'll have known each other long enough. I, I don't know what, like, the living situation would look like. I don't know. I don't know the logistics of it, but have to travel. Yeah. No. And I, I, think, I think it would be really cool. Like, I'm a designer. I'm a builder. I'm a chef, and, and I'm all around a good guy. And you guys seem like amazing human beings. And yeah, and what an what an awesome experience. But I, I could just sublet my New York City apartment and just catch a plane ticket and go hang out in Alaska and just live a different life for a month. I, I would right. love to do that. It it would be pretty cool. Absolutely. You know, uh, it's not snowmobiling season, but we could we could hitch up a chain to the snowmobile and drag it down a dirt road. That's what side by sides are for. Absolutely. <laughs> no, there's there's plenty of it, and believe it or not, they're still they're still uh, in the summertime. They still run uh, they still run dog sleds, believe it or not. But they're being yanked by you know the dogs are yanking carts here, which is yeah, actually. Well- Cool. We we can hook up my twelve pound Norwich Terrier and see how he does. Yeah. Let's, see if he, let's see if he can pull his weight. <laughs> <laughs> too much, too much. I know, you know, Scott when he came here for the first time, he was just in awe. Um, he came here for you were in awe when you came here, and you came here. Yeah, in it's like like yeah, yeah, and in and, October. Uh, yeah, October. Was and, it and during that, and during that, the yeah October and then during the the tripod, which were actually both warm, right? I would I would call it warm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Twenty. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was very warm. Warm yeah. for us by our standards, absolutely. But to to give you an an an, an idea, like it felt yeah. the first time I've traveled somewhere that felt kind of like different planet. Yeah. Like and that, Scott, he fit right in standing in the middle of the frozen river in his in his sister's skinny jeans and vans. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to get you on that one. No, actually, um you had a great time coming here for the for the Nanana Ice Classic. I mean it was Oh yeah. I mean he got to help raise the tripod. Maddie, did you ever look up the tripod to see what it was? Here. I did. I did. Okay. Yeah. It's quite amazing. It's it's our it's it's the Alaska basically the Alaska lottery is what it is. <laughs> you know, so to speak. It, um, it's kind of like it's kind of like when you go to the bar and you you play the the squares on the football game. I don't I don't remember what it's called, but you know what I'm talking yeah. about, right? Yeah, the pool basically. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you told you told me all about it. Where where everybody's betting on when the ice is going to break and yeah, and yeah, I'm I'm into it. I I don't know, I don't know heads for tail how you guys predict the weather. Like, I feel like the farmers almanac goes out the out the window up there. Here, if you just want to wait for different weather, you just wait five minutes. We check the we check the weather by sticking our head out the window. I mean, but yeah. I mean, I think about like the different ways that I would love to experience Alaska and and part of me would love to like come in the in the spring or the autumn. That way yeah. you get like the equal light and the equal dark and you get to see the northern lights. But a part of me would also love to come see Alaska in the in the high summer when it's like twenty hours of sunlight and and experience like everything and it's like full bloom and right. not have to deal with any of the cold. Yeah. <laughs> like, the northern the, lights have actually already started here yeah yeah they've already started um i just saw a friend of mine posted some pictures that he got some uh he got some pictures just like three days ago when the northern lights are out already um yeah they're already starting to roll well hell it it snowed here a week ago not here in anderson but in denali it snowed like four inches it melted off you know the same day but it it just kind of caught you know an August snow. Hello. You know. So it happens. You know, yeah. our, our temperatures are great right now. It's 66 degrees here right now. Um but it's almost like stepping back in time coming up here. Just because yeah. everybody kind of has a slower pace, it's not that same everybody in a hurry kind of thing. Yeah. I mean the, the the closest point of relationship that I have in my travel so far is either the upper peninsula of Michigan, or I went down to Patagonia on the Chile, Chilean side, but the South American adventure, it's like, it's the same, but so different, but the upper yeah. peninsula of Michigan, it's like, you're starting to hit that Canadian territory of like that sensibility, but it's so far away from what Alaska is. Alaska is right. one of those yeah. true frontiers on planet earth. And the fact oh, that yeah. you guys live up there, it's insanity. It is. It's absolutely is. I was waiting for, you know, usually around this time around five to eight or so. This is, this is when we start getting our, our other callers in that they start jumping on. And, uh, let's see, who have we missed lately? Captain Jimmy came on a couple weeks ago, right? He's down in Texas. Well, the, last week, right. As we were signing off, pink squirrel jumped on. I seen did her. She, Gina was on. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. uh, I've noticed that the the bean has been kind of like going through a little bit of a down because everything's hills and valleys, like you know sine waves, right? Like right, right. The, and and there was a period of time where everybody was casting. There was a show. There there's about a community of I'd say like I'd say forty fifty people who were like just floating from show to show. And right now, like at this hour, it, it's it's whittled down to about like fifteen to twenty people are active. So. I wouldn't really? feel bad about the fact that people aren't around. There just aren't as many people because I think what happened was there was just this huge burst of energy where everybody yeah. was really, really excited about it. And yeah. I think people just did too much in too concentrated of a period of time and they got burnt out and exhausted. But I guarantee right. you, the weather will get colder. People will come back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got no yeah, And you figure all across the country, school's going back. So if they've got kids, they're engulfed in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, look, I'm just going to minimize this room right now, and I'm going to look around. And right now, it's 
it's your show, it's Outside of Normal, and it's the Kilted Christian, and then it's a bunch of weird African, like, soothsayers talking about fire, 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 the voice of the Lord, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but, I mean, but if you if you rewind time, like, two, three years ago, there would be, like, four or five shows active right now, so it, it's not... It's not that people aren't coming to your show because, you know, you did have to take a break, but it's not yeah. that they're not coming to your show because well, they like your week. show. Yeah. It's just no, I that even got messages and emails and everything else. Are you okay? Are you doing all? Yeah. Fire they're, they're just, just away, you know. There just aren't people around right now. And yeah. so I, it's like everything else. There's an ebb and there's a flow. Right. Right. I mean, that's exactly right. Let's see here. Someone else just. Well, and you got county fairs going on, state fairs going on. Right. All that in the summer stuff. Yeah. That's okay. That's all part of it. Yeah. I've always looked at it like for for the people who are on the panel, the the people who are the talkers, not the listeners, but the people who are the talkers, then it really doesn't matter who's out there listening because we'd be talking to the wall if there was no more talking at all. (laughs) Well, I noticed about 11 o'clock my time is when, which is what time, your time? Two o'clock in the morning, your time, roughly? Yeah. Yeah, that's when my show starts getting downloaded like crazy after I close out. And and that's about when, like, the international crowd, like, because – you start to see like the early birds from Africa, like South Africa and, and England, like those people start to wake right. up. And then right. you push into like my time around like five or six o'clock in the morning. That's when yeah. like the, the in Indian and Asian market starts to kick up, like around like four or five o'clock in the morning, I, I start to talk to people who are in like the middle East. And then around five or six, that's when people from India right. and like, and Bangladesh, they start to kick in. So, I mean, I, it is a global affair that we're doing, and I really like when the the English and the the South Africans and the and the New Zealanders and the Indians, like like the the British Empire, if you were, when they start to kick in, it starts to add a whole new dynamic to the conversation. Because oh, we're all Eng- we're all yeah. English speakers, but culturally, we could not be more night and day. And right. I, I love, I love, I love, I love getting to know people from around the world. I think it's one of the oh, most ex- amazing experiences. What was that gal's name? Linda? Oh, that called in that one time oh, and was flirting with Scott. Scott's girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. The, the lady of the leisure. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Linda and I have gone head to head. We're, we're not friends. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Oh, Has yeah. she been on your show? Not on my show, but but I've been on multiple shows that she's on. And look, she is a lovely lady, but I think that she should back off the Xanax. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> quit rolling her Johns for their phones. I mean, <laughs> it's like, and, and look, I I've, I've said to her multiple times. She's like, "You're just rude, Maddie," and I'm like. I know Linda, but just take the Xanax and we could be friends. And she's like, I never. And I'm like, I did. (laughs) (laughs) She had a thing for Scott. I'm I'm not surprised. I don't. I don't. I don't don't think so. 
you don't, you don't, re- you don't reciprocate. More- she wanted to see you in your speedos and your cowboy boots. Yeah, yeah. she likes she liked that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> well, it's been raining here for like five days straight. I'm ready for it to dry up. It's finally drying up, supposedly, for the rest of the week. But August is our wet time of the year. So, believe me, I want to get out and go for a bike ride and not bicycle. I haven't touched one of those since I was a kid. Anyway, um, <laughs> for everyone wondering, yeah. No bicycles for me. If it ain't got a motor on it, I ain't touching it anymore. But it is. What's your weather like right there, Maddie? Oh, man. We we went through, like, the worst heat wave that I've experienced. I've lived here for 13 years, and it was the worst heat wave, maybe save one, when I first moved here. It was heat indexes of, like, 100 to 105 for about a week and a half, two weeks straight. And then, then the weather just broke. What we would normally get in September we're getting in august so it's like highs in the low 80s and and lows in the upper 60s and it's just idyllic weather i mean just you can't make this up it's like heaven on earth after we just walked through hell it's perfect it's wonderful (laughs) still going through it right now (laughs) yeah you're supposed to be 89 degrees on friday it looks like but i'm but i'm but i'm going to chicago this weekend and the weather in chicago is so much better so what are you going to do in Chicago? My aunt recently, and yes, I said aunt. Hello, Linda. Uh, my aunt. Um, she is a lifelong baseball fan, and she recently reconnected with an old flame from like 40 years ago when she was in the military. She knew this guy named Richard. She was stationed out in California. And yeah. on a whim, she just, just like she was thinking about him, so she just reached out and the timing was just right where his wife had recently passed away and they got to talking and one thing led to another. And a year later, they're living together. He moved across country to be with her in Indiana and he has never been to a baseball game ever in his life. And she's a lifelong baseball fan. She has never been to Wrigley field, which is one of the only classic stadiums left. It's I think it's Boston and Chicago are the only two classic stadiums left. You're right. And I I used to live in Chicago and I've been to Wrigley Field many times. Do I remember going to Wrigley Field? No. And that's the point. That's what Wrigley Field's all about. Day <laughs> drinking. So, <laughs> so I agree. Uh, Go ahead. I think we lost him. Or and their Ivy Ivy Wall. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, anyway it, it's just all in the spirit of like welcoming this new person into the family supporting my aunt and her new relationship getting out of town for a weekend and what what better excuse to get out of town is to go go back to my old stomping ground like go to chicago go to a ball game and like hang out with family no no better reason than that just just right. a little weekend trip to go do some good old family americana time right absolutely what's well, the, say, uh... say hi to my family while you're there <laughs> <laughs> if, you know what if you give me their address i will go knock on their door and i will be like look Susie told me to come say hi to you and they'll be like yeah. who, the, who the f are you i'll be like I'm <laughs> absolutely and, and then i'll just march my little butt down the street and they'll be like that was odd <laughs> I uh, next time if i go to chicago i want to go to the west side market 
That's where I want to go. I want to go be a foodie in the market. You uh, been there? Ex- I have not. It's an excellent food town. I the, the time oh, yeah. I went to school for culinary arts, I don't even know what the West Side Market is. you got to be kidding me. I mean, I've been gone. I've lived in New York for 13 years, so I just don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, it's basically the open shopping market. <coughs> bunch of, uh, you know, small town, old town, uh, little delis and stuff in it. I mean, well, that sounds great. Like, yeah, it's supposed to be the bomb, you know? Well, that's the only thing I miss from growing up there is the food. Right? Italian yeah. beef sandwiches, Ooh. Chicago dogs. Yeah. So, now, I've learned to make my own Chicago stuffed pizza since yeah. I've been away so long. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, deep dish pizza, I I can take it or leave it. Like, I think New York pizza is way better than – and I, I mm-hmm. look, I've definitely had Giordano's. It's amazing. But yeah. the, the, the Italian beef, the Chicago dog, definitely going to make sure that I do both those things. Chicago has incredible restaurants. But at the same yeah. time, like, just like the local fare, like, go out to the Polish neighborhood. Like, hit, hit like, here, there, and everywhere. Like, Chicago just has, like, hidden gems. And I've been away. Oh, yeah. Enough. I'm interested yeah. to see, like, what still exists, what is new. And yeah. I'm, in a, I'm there for a short time only. Like, I fly in on Friday. I leave on Sunday. And, you know, I'm going to have to play tour. How do you tour being guide. aged? <laughs> I'm being aged? You're being paged. Someone, Page. someone, yeah, someone recognizes you in the oh, chat. Oh, diarrhea. Oh, my God. My favorite human on the bean in general. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we have a, we have a little, we have a little thing that we do back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> and now you, now you see. I, do. I, <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember. I mean, maybe we're of different generations, but I remember when I grew up, there was a song that we used to sing in elementary school. And it was like, when you're, when you're sliding into first and you oh, feel your yeah, yeah, diarrhea, yeah. cha-cha-cha. <laughs> Scott knows that one well. <laughs> yeah, you're sliding into second and you feeling... What is, I, I don't know, but I, I remember... Third, I I third is third, third and home is foam. She... <laughs> I, I think I was in I was in fourth grade and I remember I wrote down like twenty of these on a on a sheet of wide ruled paper and my fourth grade teacher found it and she called my mother and my mother just laughed. She's like she's like he's very creative and, and she was she was so mad at me and I just looked at her and I'm like I, I can keep on going, like outfield, infield, anywhere you wanna go. Diarrhea, cha cha cha. Oh, God. <laughs> Told you, Scott, I'd know it. <laughs> Scott, what time is it in India right now? It is uh, 9.38 in the morning. Say, Scott is a walking clock, by the way, a world clock, for those that didn't know. <laughs> Scott, I feel like we talked about this. Didn't you, didn't you do business in India? If I remember correctly, and, and I could be totally making this no. up, but I'm, I'm searching the corners of my memory. Engineering, perhaps? Uh, yep. No, no, I, I work in a, a financial technology, and I still, to this day, work with uh, some of the bigger banks. Uh, they're they're uh, 
technology labs in India. Got and it. Me, me and me and me and Brett actually have uh, through our our watch collecting habits um, have quite a few uh, close online people that we know from India also. Right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Not <laughs> look at Susie. <laughs> Susie's like, yeah, they collect a few watches here and there. <laughs> well, Diarrhea asked if it was the stock market that he worked for, and I said no. No. No, no, no. I I do um, I do stuff with like technology, so software. So right. I know a lot about how cards work. Um, I'm an ATM expert. Um, but most of my time is deciphering how they work through software. So, um, right. So a lot of it's cards now. Yeah. EMB and contactless and all of that. So I, I can tell you when something bad happens, I can tell you why. (laughs) Right. I know nothing about that stuff. (laughs) Good. Because. Yeah. Who's driving? Are you driving, Scott? I I am. I'm I'm just cruising around in the rain. Uh, are you? Yeah. I don't I don't hear a Circle K bell in the background. No, no, no. I I, I got asked to do something very specific, so. Oh. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go do, you know, guy stuff. <laughs> All right. I I'm getting you there. What did you get the the magic text message? No, but I but I know. I I know it's got to be done. So, I know I know a girl here in Tucson, and um, she uh, had her car battery die. Oh, okay. And, okay. Diarrhea yeah. throughout. Yeah, gonna I, feel see a man about a dog. Okay. <laughs> here it comes. So so. So I'm yeah. like, just, just, just go to Walmart. They're like open all the time and swap the battery out. And then I like l- looked at this person who weighs a hundred pounds and it's like four foot 11 and go, yeah, that's probably not like the best advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you volunteered. Yeah. This but there's it. nobody else. I mean, yeah, there's nobody else. I mean, so right. I'll just feel bad. I'll just feel bad if I don't do it. So you're on your way to Wally World? I no, I need to go. I don't even know what kind of car it is, so I got to go find out what kind of car it is first, and then I'll cruise down the street <laughs> and go go pick up a battery. So, right. Uh, fun. <laughs> right. Well, take pictures for us. You know, the people of Walmart in oh Tucson are pretty. Here we go. Nine o'clock at night in Tucson. That's about when it starts. Oh, Usually about yeah, nine you... to eleven. Yeah. It's it's we, we... The, the yeah though the Walmart that's in I have to go to the one in central Tucson. I, I'm gonna be seeing some really you know nasty things. I I already know it. I'm prepared. <laughs> right. Very, very prepared. Like, like... Like Tucson, Central Tucson, at at this hour is the reason why it's called the toothbrush and not the teeth brush. (laughs) (laughs) 
he's got to there, Scott. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see, Maddie. The closest Walmart to you is where? Well, Walmart, sir, man. Yeah, you, you, they don't exist in the city Whoa. limits, so you gotta right. go up. Yeah, you gotta go out to the island, or you gotta go upstate or across the river to Jersey. Like it's right. That's why I figured Jersey's probably your closest. Kind of like Chicago. They didn't have Walmarts in Chicago either. You had to go out to the suburbs and. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's just like you know proactive legislation because small business is so important to these big cities. You know, like the the corner store, the and and like you know the small business it, it's the it's the very foundation of the neighborhood and we all are old enough to know when the the strip mall happened that was like the first that was the first stripping away of the the main street america and then the big box stores and the, the highway bypasses happened and downtowns right. across the nation just started to like shrivel away and die and and it has taken concerted effort of legislation and and downtown revitalization to bring our, our cities back to life because yeah. these and and no denying like when i lived outside of the big city i would go to walmart because why the hell not it's got everything i need and it's cheap but right. i mean in the same way that amazon is like the, the new version of it like we all vote in this democracy with our dollar however at the same time we all want to live in a desirable place so living in new york and chicago and not having Walmarts, I, I feel like that's the kind of place where you don't want a Walmart to be because these are the last bastions of where a small business can truly pop right. up. How close is the, your nearest grocer to your apartment? Uh, two blocks. Two blocks? Yeah. Okay. I mean, but, I, but I mean, we're talking like a small grocery store and everything costs inexplicably a dollar or two more than what it should. And yeah. But I mean, it's cheaper than eating out, but it's still, it, it hurts. But I've got a Costco that's uh, about a 15 minute bus ride up the road and I can get bulk items. Like I'm, I'm not completely screwed, but it yeah. just takes more effort here. Uh, yeah. A lot more effort because my refrigerator is like, you know, your, your cabin in the wood size refrigerator because I live in a Manhattan apartment. So as much as I would love to save money, like everything about living in this densely populated situation just costs more. And it costs more for the convenience of right. the densely packed situation. You make more money, you spend more money. And everybody, like, I'll, I'll tell you what my annual wages and you're like, oh, you're an asshole. You make so much money. And I'm like, but my rent is this much money. Like, they're like yeah. you're an idiot. And I'm like, so in the grand scheme of things, everything kind of balances out. But where I've got a competitive edge on people is I don't have to own a car with insurance to go along with it. I, I pay for uh, a monthly Metro card for the subway and it costs me about 200 bucks and it takes me everywhere I need to be. And if I need to rent a car or if I need to take a taxi, that's right. the extra expenditure. So, I mean, I, I would just say to everybody, like, regardless of where you're at in the first world, it all balances out. Like, you can go right. find a cheaper mortgage in Houston, Texas, but you might find that you're only making, you know, I don't know, like for a major metro area where you might be able to get a house for $300,000, you might only be making like sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 a year. And then... Yeah. 
that that could sound great if you're in Nenet, but like if you find yourself in New York, sixty thousand dollars a year is going to be poverty level. It, it all just balances out. It, it yeah. really does because it's all made up. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure you're seeing cab fares go through the roof, right? Lately, I I don't know. I haven't taken the cab in a, in a while. I mean, really? honestly, I, yeah. No, I mean, I I really did start to like once i moved to manhattan like i don't have a reason to take cabs unless i've committed to a social obligation and then i was a big piece of shit and just like procrastinated to the point where i'm like oh now i have to take a cab right. like, I was, <laughs> other than that like I, I live in the center of the universe with public transit abound like i don't, I don't where are you at what corner are you at where are you at side. Se- oh, 77th in york I'm, I'm like close to the river but i mean i've got yeah. We, we recently in New York, we made, since you've been gone, we did the second Avenue extension on the, the yellow line. So the queue now goes up second Avenue and I've yeah. got the six train. So I've got two amazing trains that'll take me to different parts of the city. I'm close to central park. I'm close to the East river, easy to get to Harlem, easy to get to Mid- midtown walking yeah. buses. If I wanted to take a cab or an Uber, these things are available to me. And yeah. you know, it, if anybody is blowing their wad on in Manhattan, if anybody's blowing their wad on on taxis and Ubers, it's just because they're rich or lazy. Other than right. that, the transit here is probably the best in the entire world. Yeah. So, so you know, but there are people here who make more money than God. Literal billionaires, people who are right. millionaires, people who are investment bankers, where their entry level salary is five hundred thousand dollars a year, like the competition here is so stiff where i'm like i know that even even though i I make a decent salary i am part of what they call the pores <laughs> you know like right. and I'm, yeah. I'm not i'm not a poor i get person. that yeah totally get that and i i you know that's what's funny i know exactly where you're at too you know uh, I mean, you're, you're not in a bad spot you know there's a point with New York City where you just have to accept where, like, if you don't live with a roommate, you're already succeeding. And yeah. and, if you, and if you live in a desirable part of town and you don't have a roommate, you're double succeeding. But if you're keeping up with the Joneses, you can't keep up with the Joneses. The Joneses are like Saudi princes who are renting out your apartment to store their motor, motorcycle in because they <laughs> can. <laughs> exactly. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, it, it, it's such a different way of life here. I love it, it but I but I am getting a little like I've been here for thirteen years, and Brett, you lived here, so you you yeah. get this. Like, that's I, 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 yeah, that's why. Like I said earlier in the show, I, I want to take three months, go live in Buenos Aires, and why Buenos Aires? Like, I was reading an article. It was a week ago. I I, I read the news every day, and I read an article: top ten cities around the world for Americans who work remotely. And number yeah. one was Buenos Aires. And I've been there. It was three years ago I went with my ex-wife. And we we went at a time when the, the exchange rate was 80 Argentine pesos to one US dollar. And, yeah. and we were going to the best restaurants in the city. I mean, the top tier, best of the best. Four course meals, bottles of wine, cocktails before and after. And we yeah. could not, between the two of us, break $80. We tried. We couldn't yeah. break eighty dollars. Now yeah. it's uh now it's one thirty five Argentine pesos to one U.S. dollar. So it's it's not quite double, but it's almost double. So 
And now I'm going as a single individual. So if it was me and my ex and it was $80 and we were going hard and heavy at the best of the best, imagine right. two people, you're, you're at the best restaurant in the entire continent and you can't break $50. Now it's just me. That's $25. Right. I, I'm, I'm going down there because I, I do most of my work remotely anyway. Who's going right. to know that I'm in Argentina? Who's going to know? <laughs> so, so if I, so if I sublet this New York City apartment, and and I go down there and I make the same money that I'm making right now, I can go live an adventure. I can go live a whole different version of life, and I can come back with savings. I I think that that sounds like a good deal to me because New York. I mean, inflation's killing all of us across the board in every corner of the world, every corner of the nation. Everybody's getting killed by inflation. So right. I just looked at it for what it was. If my rent costs this much, and now I can rent uh, through Airbnb a, a excellent apartment for like six, $700 a month for three months, and then my airfare round trip is going to be about twelve to $1,400. So between the, the three months of rent and the, and the round trip airfare, I'm looking at about a month and a half worth of rent. And right. then the three months that I'm going to live down there, I'm going to have about a half a month of my living expenses in New York. So two months of my expenses total for three months of living means that if I make money at the same rent, at the same rate, I can live an excellent adventure and come Absolutely. back with an entire month's worth of savings. Yeah. And, and it, it's like, I didn't even have to work for it. I went on vacation yeah. and I came back with a month of savings. I, I'm here to tell you, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't think of this sooner, but reading the news brought this to my attention. So I'm here to tell you, sometimes, sometimes you get depressing news, sometimes you get inspired. And this is one of those rare moments in life where I'm like, oh my gosh, actually I have a good idea. And I'm, I just don't have a good way to cap this off, but thanks right. for listening to my reading rainbow. <laughs> reading rainbow. <laughs> The more yeah. you know. Are you, are you sitting in a book boat? <laughs> uh, Scott must be staring at a battery about now. Maybe. Let's see. Maybe. What was he, that? I said, are you staring at a are you staring at a, a a battery now? I sure am. I'm looking at a car battery at the moment. <laughs> does, it, does it look like a battery? Uh, it sure, sure does. I'm just making <laughs> yeah. sure that I'm just making sure I'm not going to have to, you know, when they put those bolts on the bottom of the battery. Yeah. The clamp down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm making sure it doesn't have that. Does it? No, they it, all it doesn't. Do. No, this one doesn't have it. What's holding the battery down? It, the clamp, the, the bolt, the, the nuts are at the top. It's still a clamp down, but it's at the top. It's not oh, the, it's one. From the top. And it's, and it's on the, the, the 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 height of the battery not the width oh okay so it's a lot easier than normal i'm just uh, making sure because I, I i don't i don't have like snap-on extensions with me you know, in my back <laughs> pocket and two you stores, got like a you know. brown paper bag full of tools <laughs> <laughs> no i don't <laughs> so i think i think we're good here i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead over to walmart we're gonna do a live at walmart is that what's going on uh we only got about eight minutes left seven eight minutes Ooh. left on the show how That's, far away from walmart well, well, are you <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm, a, I don't even know if I'm a mile. Yeah. yeah. Tell her, by the way, you're live on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think she knows that. <laughs> Susie says she's got a fanny pack full of tools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Maddie, here's a question for you. You know what? I, I, I was digging through my stuff. And do you know what I found, Maddie? I don't. I found my original cab wallet. And I what know that. You, you don't know what a cab wallet is? No, I don't know what a cab wallet is. Oh, you're kidding me. I That's... really don't know what that is. Wow. Original. Um, let's see here. It's the original taxi cab wallet. Uh, give me a second here. And I'm going to, I'll put a link in there so you can see. These things are, wow, they're expensive. What's up with that? They like went up. I can't believe, Scott, actually, I, I sent him what I've got. The original taxi wallet. Here's one here. Let me open this up here. Is that is that kind of like a prison wallet? Oh my god. <laughs> it's a it's a prison pocket, not a prison wallet. It's <laughs> <laughs> so horrible. No. <laughs> there it okay. Where the heck is it? I was trying to find it. Anyway, look it up, Maddie. And you'll see what it is. The original taxi cab wallet. They usually come in a tin and it's a wallet that's meant to be tucked away so that you don't get pickpocketed. And I actually found mine. I was thinking like they almost seem like they're the precursor to, you know, the, the front pocket wallets that they make now with the rounded edge. Right. They almost seem like, yeah, like they're like kind of like the precursor to that. Yeah. I was trying to find the site here. I was going to pull it up and I was going to put the link in there. I can't even find it here. But it's called the original taxi wallet is what you're looking for. But anyway, they're actually pretty cool. Anyway, welcome to the show. Sorry, we got about six minutes left here. So Maddie's going to Buenos Aires. Um, I am. I, <laughs> I, I I was gonna book my my travel today, but I, I looked at I looked at all the flights for all the days, and I looked at the at the price of accommodations, and nothing's changed between like today and last week. I'm I'm so far out, four and a half months out that. I, I just need to like get a little bit more firmed up. And and what I mean by this is I I want to take my dog with me. And he's yeah. he's a he's a young little man, so I just I need to like firmly understand what are the requirements for the vaccinations and what are the, the extra For costs. you or the dog? For me, of course. I'm I'm worried about <laughs> I'm worried about hepatitis B. <laughs> no. Well I mean <laughs> prostitution's legal. No, no, I kid, I kid, I kid. I kid. Oh. Uh, well. So it, 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 it's, 
it, it's a huge decision in a person's life to decide that they want to just like decamp and go someplace else. And, right. and last night I had a conversation with a friend where I'm like, you know what, in, in the past, because I've moved from Fort Wayne, Indiana to Chicago, from Chicago to Colorado, from Colorado to New York. And there was just a point at, for all these decisions where I just said, F it, I'm just gonna do it. And I, I just rolled the dice and I, and I started the momentum. And yeah. I'm, I'm 90% there. But before I throw my money on the table and actually do it, I feel like a little bit more research is required because I want to take my dog with me and I wanna make yeah. sure I've got, I've got all my facts straight that I can do it because I would hate to throw, say, you know, it's not a lot of money. I mean, but it is $3,000 yeah. between the flight and the accommodations is enough money to make sure I need to get this right. Otherwise, I'm going to be really upset with myself because if I get well, down the road and show up at the airport and they're like, hey, you can't take your dog because you're an idiot. I'm like, oh. Well, yeah, well, Susie just made thing. a good point out there. Make sure that they don't have to be quarantined. I, well, the research that I've done is Argentina is actually really easy breezy. And as long as you have your vaccinations in order, yeah. meaning that the, the rabies shot has been given. And that, from my research so far, it's the rabies shot that they really care about is yeah. as long as they have had their rabies shot at least 12 weeks in advance, but not more than 36 months prior, then there's no quarantine required. Okay. Now, I, now that sounds all good on paper, but then I have to look at what the airline's requirements are. And then right. I have to look at what the United States reentry requirements are. And I got to make sure that I've got all of these things in line, because if it was just me going down for 90 days, it's, it's not no visa required. If it was just me, I'd just be like, yeah, screw right. it. I'm going. But oh, I, wow. Maddie, I hate to cut you off here, but I'm going to get kicked off here. We're running out of time. Um, yeah, that's another one. Susie said health certificate for the airlines. Um, double check on that big time. Okay. Uh, let me round this thing up. First thing, uh, just a reminder, uh, that this Saturday, uh, from 10 AM to 4 PM at Anderson community church and center is the, uh, work day and remodel. Uh, if you guys want to come down, down and help, you're welcome to come down. Lunch will be provided down there. It's going to be quite a lot of people there. Um, going to be getting some stairs done, uh, fix that sort of thing, getting stuff ready. And, uh, you're going to do a remodel there. So if you'd like to come down and join us, you're welcome. Please come down and join us. All right. Also, uh, one more thing, just a reminder, school starts Tuesday for the Denali Borough. And uh, hope they're all ready for that. Uh, just a shout out to you, Scott, Miss Susie, and uh, Maddie for joining me live here. Look forward to talking to you guys again next Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. And... Uh, we will be back and get another show going. Had a lot of fun tonight. Uh, I got one more song for, or yeah, Wednesday night, Wednesday, 630. Sorry about that. Anyway, I got one more song for you guys on the way out. And uh, as soon as I can get this thing queued up here, I want to make sure I get this done. And let's see here. There we go. I do got one more song for you guys on the way out. Once again, Scott, Susie, Maddie, thank you for joining me tonight. With that, uh, just remember out there, be kind out there. You just don't know how much you could change someone's day. With that, this is Denali Burrow Brett, and I am heading out for tonight. Thank you all for joining me and look forward to talking to you again. Good night, all. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
small town And a living small town All my friends are in small town. My parents live in the same small town. My job is a small town. Just what I want to be. 